Get road trip ready with a service checkup at your local Chevy dealer. They can save you time and money and get the job done right the first time, worry-free. Go to ChevyDriveChicago.com for current service specials or to schedule a test drive. Ah, good pick there, Brian. I see why you picked this one. 720 WGN, it's John Hansen in for Lisa Den. Okay, credit where credit is due. CBS2 did a story uh, that has really piqued my interest. It involves a Northwest Side movie theater. Lauren Victory did the investigating for it. And there's a big red sign that says, you got to pay to park here. It was free during COVID. People went in, went out. There were, I don't believe there's no gates. Uh, and they thought, oh, I guess it's free. Or I sh- I got- I'm getting away with it. I don't know what their motivation was. They didn't pay. Then a couple weeks later, they get a text saying, ding, you didn't pay. And it's very friendly, too. Like, oops, looks like you forgot to pay. Here's an $80 fine. Please pay it. Maybe that's fair. Maybe that's not. That's not what we're talking about. What we're talking about is, well, why don't we have this person who uh, they talked to at CBS2 ask the question for us? What were some of the questions popping up in your mind? First of all, how did they even know to get, like, how did they have my dad's phone number connected to his car? Um, Like, you know, what was the attachment between those two? How did they even know his phone number? Um, That was my biggest question. I'm like, that's really weird. Yeah, that is really weird, right? These aren't public things. If I Google my license plate number, it doesn't pop up with my home address or my phone number. Someone who was in the piece as well is Kevin Boyer from Notre Dame who is a professor of computer sciences and engineering. Uh, Kevin, thanks for joining us here this uh, afternoon. Happy to join you. I know that I think biometrics is more your area of expertise, but does this surprise you, this private business having access to seemingly private information? Well, it it did at first, and then I thought about it. And uh, I think what you're seeing here is a business opportunity that's been realized by putting together two things that are uh, well-known, and we just hadn't associated before. Uh, It's always been possible to read license plate numbers. Um, You probably see that in in some toll booths in some places in the country. And believe it or not, you can go online and put in a a license plate number and usually pay a dollar or two and look up the registration information for a car. Really? Accident information and things like that. And I think that was brought in to make it possible for people to know more about cars they might purchase. And it looks to me like someone has decided, well, hmm, I can read license plates. Ah, I can look up license plates online and get the information of the owner, not necessarily the driver that day, and put the two together and a business opportunity is created. Is phone numbers associated with that registration? It appears that the phone number uh, of the person the car is registered to uh, is either available with that information or this business opportunity has included a third source where they can look up the person and the state and and uh, get the phone number. But I'm suspecting it's included. So do you think this is a private third party doing this, or do you think that this had to have come from the Secretary of State's office that the data is purchased from? Walk me through your thinking right now on this. Okay, well, you can uh, go online to www.bumper.com or binverified.com or infotracer.com. There's a lot of services online that advertise that they will take a, a license plate number you enter and tell you about the car, including the registration information. Like the name of the owner and everything, the address of the owner? It appears that way to me. I did not spend money on one of these myself. 
to verify how much information it would get. But they're advertising it as if they will tell you uh, registration and vehicle history. If you were going to buy a car, uh, you might want to approach the owner and you might want to check ahead of time to make sure it hasn't been damaged or something like that. Has your um, thoughts changed on this since the story or, you know, was originally formed? Because they quoted you as saying, I don't see how they're possibly doing that with some service that is provided at some point by the Illinois Secretary of State. Well, Can the you, Illinois Secretary of State must have allowed this uh, business opportunity, right? Okay. They, they can't have gotten the information without the cooperation of the, of the Illinois government. Um, but it, it apparently has been made more widely available than I first realized through multiple sites on the Internet for many different states. Um, and I, I'm assuming it was introduced originally with the idea that you want to let somebody check out a car they're about to purchase, right? That sounds like a good, reasonable purpose. But what about the, and this is just me speculating, let's say you don't like someone cutting your car off in front of you, and there's yeah. road rage to the nines, and you decide to take action. That seems like a really good reason to not have that information out there. Yes, or or you see someone that you want to contact, but they don't want to <laughs> Yeah, I mean... It, it it is a uh, I use the term invasion of privacy, but it is a, it's revealing more about you than you thought you were just to be seen and associated with your license plate number for someone to get personal information about you. So the Secretary of State's office told CBS to uh, adamantly deny selling data to a parking company. And then they did it twice. They denied it twice. And then after they brought the parking lot to privacy concerns to their attention, they launched an investigation Then said, we are taking steps to address gaps in state sharing agreements to prevent abuse and prohibit the sharing and reselling. That seems like a little bit of a change of tune to me, at least, Kevin. Yes. Well, I think the state probably, uh, whoever authorized it originally, thought, well, okay, yeah, we want to enable citizens to be able to check out a car they're going to purchase. But individuals are entrepreneurial and creative, and somebody running a parking lot goes, huh, I can buy this technology from one person and this other technology from another and put the two together, and all of a sudden I've got a license plate reader that feeds into a look up the registration information and allows me to send a message asking for money from somebody. I mean, this has to concern you, right? I mean, I know you do more biometrics, but this is just another example of our private information, what we think is private, just leaking out to the wrong places. What really concerns me is like one step further on, if the people running the business are smart, they probably realize that someone's going to say, well, I wasn't driving the car. I'm just the owner of the car. You have to talk to the person who was driving it that day and who parked there. And the only way to do that is to have taken a picture of the car that includes visibility of the people in the car. Yep. That's where I feel if the company is doing that, they're keeping video records of everybody who came in or photographic records of everybody who came onto the parking lot. How did you get their consent to do that? Right. And, and as of right now, we don't know that that's what's happening, I want to say, right, Kevin? We, we, we don't. don't know, but, but I, you know, you, you, how do you resolve the question of who actually parked the car there right. unless you have that information? Right. And that's exactly what, what the, the person that we just heard the clip from from the story say, that their, that their dad got the ticket because their, their dad is the owner of the vehicle, which is how I think everyone put two and two together, that it is tied to vehicle registration more than anything. Yes. yes. Uh, it, has, it has to be. Okay. Uh, Kevin Hoyer, I appreciate you and your expertise on this. We are out of time now, uh, but I hope we talk again soon about this or another subject uh, similar to it, okay? 
Great. Love to talk to you again sometime. Yeah, I'd appreciate that. We have reached out to the Secretary of State's office. I don't want to say it's something nefarious. Secretary of State Janulius is fairly new on the job since uh, taking over this year. I don't know if this is something from the past. We'd love to get the Secretary of State on, and uh, we're still working on that because I'd like to ask those questions. Let's take a break here. More coming up on WGN and the news next. WGN. 